Hello, and welcome to another episode of Myths and Stories, a Destiny 2 lore podcast. Today, we are continuing our story of the Renegade uh, and Shin Malfer. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, the creation of Gambit uh, and Shin's kind of like way of egging on the, the, the drifter to say like, hey, I'll, I'll get your thing funded through the Vanguard if, if you... If 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 that's what you want, but it all, realistically in the background he's like, hey, I can use this. I can lure out some guys that are wanting to go to the dark side. I can I can really use this as my own thing, uh, which of course leads to the ultimate spy versus spy game, uh, where the first spy knows that the second spy is doing something, but the second spy doesn't know that the first spy knows that the second spy is the second spy until the end of the whole thing, and then Drifter reveals, hey. I know that he's a thing, and I don't like that because Drifter used to be a dredgeon. So uh, he helped. We helped Drifter create the Malfeasance gun, uh, which again, best one eighty hand cannon in the game, hands down. Uh, and then that's 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 where we are with him. He's we 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 have an answer for the man with the golden gun if he ever comes to hunt us down. Uh, or hunt drifter down. Either way, uh, we we have we have an answer for him. Uh, and then, uh, myth. We had a little bit about uh, uh, a, a little bit a little extra from. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Jaron Ward because I keep reverting. <laughs> but no, we had we had a little extra from Shin right at the end of last week's episode. Yeah. So. Um... You know, after we uh, help the Drifter create Malfeasance and kind of give him a contingency for uh, for Shin ever coming after him, um, the Drifter discovers evidence of a Hive Weapon Master creating uh, or attempting to create more Weapons of Sorrow. Uh, we track them down, and uh, Shin acknowledges the... Uh, he acknowledges our uh, progress through tracking down this weapon master and is kind of giving us philosophical advice, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, all of that culminates in us killing this hive weapon master by summoning the last word um, to our hand in order to do it because it's the only thing that will damage this particular hive. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be shitty if, if Shin was in the middle of a gunfight with it? And we're just like, <laughs> and he's just like, son of a bitch, like not again, like because that's like that's like the whole thing with the last the last word that is in our inventory that is in our collection that is the last word. There is no, yes. there is technically no. Um, it's it's not like Thorn where Thorn was actually recreated, and the thorns that we as guardians have access to are kind of like copies of the original, but don't do exactly what the original did. Um, whereas the last word is the last word. That is the actual one that shot down uh, uh, Dredgen Yor. That's the one that mm-hmm. uh, Shin has been using this whole time. So it's it's all like the gun absolutely like chooses us now as like, hey, you are a worthy user of this weapon. Yeah, and Shin's final letter to us um, in that lore book, which is Letters from a Renegade, uh, is him acknowledging and accepting that we are now the the new master of the last word 
and that he has hope in us and our ability to walk the gray between light and dark. And and for the first time, he is starting to recognize that as a viable path. You know, not just you're either light or you're dark. Yeah. There, there is an in between. I was, I was going to ask. Do, you, do you think he thinks of us as as good or evil? Like, I, do you think he he thinks of us one way or another, or, or do you think he truly thinks of us, the guardian, as being that that the, what you just described there, that person that can walk the the gray area, can be a little bit of both, and not really succumb to to the darkness, but not be like, I don't want to say succumb to the light because then that makes it seem like it's, it's very much like a, uh, a good or evil thing. Uh, but maybe, maybe become too righteous of a person. I, I guess that, that could yeah. be a thing, right? Yeah. I, th- I think someone can become just as dangerous by being a zealot to the light as they can by being consumed by the dark. Um, I, I definitely don't think he sees us as evil because if he did, he would have shown up and tried yep. to end us by now. Yep. Um, and he tells us as much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I think he sees us as somebody that is good at heart and wants for the betterment of you know those under our care. Uh, and he sees us as maybe one of the first people to trailblaze this, this third option that he didn't really knew existed before. And that, that point in time, as far as the destiny story, that's still kind of recent history, right? Like that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, towards the end. Th- of I mean, second. this would be, yeah, this would be, I, uh, the second season of Forsaken, I believe. That was that was all through the the season of the Drifter, where like Gambit Prime became a thing, and we had the the God, I can't even remember the alternate mode where all you did was just hunt down Taken, reckoning. reckoning. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Yep. So that's again fairly recent for Destiny history, and and that that idea of walking the gray, like um, going into I I always I always think of the prophecy dungeon. Um, when I think of that, like light, dark, it, neither side really matters. They're just tools. It's it's that gray area that you can walk if you can use both sides, like both tools, uh, without again becoming a zealot or 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 falling to darkness. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's that's what a lot of a lot of drifter and 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 moon dust <laughs> and Eris Morn, uh, <laughs> yeah. they kind of have that back and forth throughout that whole dungeon of of walking that gray. And so that really is kind of mm-hmm. like the beginning of of where we start seeing that idea of uh, light and dark are just tools. They are not entities of themselves. Like you 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 don't you don't go talk to the light. I mean you could, but it's it's just a tool to be used, and you're not. There are there are whispers from the darkness, uh, which is a totally different episode, which we will get to. Um, but the, <laughs> yes. but but darkness, like like stasis and strand, aren't talking to you. Like they are just it's just tools. Yeah. Uh, so I say we are going to be picking up. Um, yeah. The the. Uh, last word has come to us. Shin has kind of acknowledged us as its new master. And he alludes to his work is done. He he alludes to like you are the new, you know, you are going to be the the hope for the future. Uh but no, so he he's 
giving giving the illusion of like he is essentially going to kind of keep an eye on us, but enter retirement of a sorts. Um, Re- retirement so, of killing dragons or killing right. darkness guys. He's still going to be a guardian and do guardian things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a retirement from being the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, I, and so he doesn't reach out to us again until he decides that he can trust us enough slash test us at this point. He's like, okay, I see you running around with, um, you know, with a, a replica of Thorn. Or I, I see you running around with the last word. We, we don't have our replica of Thorn at this point. Uh, he acknowledges that there's light in us, but that we have the ability to handle the dark. And now he's going to put it to the test by providing us a route to a, getting our own replica of Thorn. I mean, that's, that'd be the ultimate test, right? Like, if I can give you a weapon of sorrow and you don't succumb to darkness, you pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, granted, this still isn't the original Thorn. This is the replicas that the, the other dredgens, um, the Shadows of Yore, use. Um, and so he guides us in a way to um, this little broken campsite, presumably that belonged to the Shadows of Yore. And on, at that campsite, you discover a broken thorn replica. Uh, and you decide, because, ooh, shiny, I need to turn this into a gun, um, to go about getting it restored. And uh, the quest line for its restoration really doesn't have any, like, story-significant moments. I mean, just, just bring uh, it a lot Banshee, of it's right? like. Essentially, yeah, it's bring it to Banshee, and Banshee's like, "Are you really sure you want me to put this back together?" And we're like, "Yes." He's like, "You stupid!" And we're Uh, like, "Yeah, I know. Make make it shiny again." So, and then we go off and do some fetch quest type stuff. You know, kill X amount of guardians with hand cannons and void kills and a couple other things. I think I think that right there, like that void kills, like that to me, like shows that again. I'm kind of tangenting a little bit, but that void really is that like almost gray subclass yeah. like it kind of walks both lines yeah um but while we're doing this process we're getting lore drops that are interesting uh both from shin as well as more journal entries of tebin gray who was one of the founding members of the shadows of Yore. oh that's right he was the one that uh, he discovered the. He was doing like his own interpretations of like the first understanding, the second understanding. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so Tebin, who um, names himself names himself Dredgen Bane, uh, has additional journal entries that we get through this quest that show us that maybe not. All is quite what it seems within the shadows of yore. Uh, so we are going to start with the first of those journal entries from Tevin, uh, which is, and these are all coming from the lore book for every rose a thorn. Uh, and this one is titled Suffering. And it goes like this. Evolution. 
is stunted by complacency. Comfort is unto death. Confidence is a lie. Suffering is the catalyst for change. To fear the suffering is to remain. The origin of suffering is all we do not know. The unknown is not welcoming. It is your enemy. Be ever violent as you rage against the ignorance that threatens to stall your growth. The quest for knowledge is the purest war. Life is war, within and without. Suffering is not pain, it is simply living. Look to your suffering and know that it is a gift, for only those who strive truly suffer. All else are simply made to. This is the eleventh understanding of the seventh Book of Sorrow. And Tebbin's notes say, And now the true suffering begins. That we could restrict it solely to ourselves is our greatest desire. But such is not possible. Others will be caught in our wake. For us to achieve the goals set forth, others will pay a price they do not understand. Such is the way, and we cannot allow ourselves to be deterred. Vale's plan is multifaceted and could easily fray should the truth be gleaned by any who would challenge us. Still, it is worth the effort, as there is no guarantee of our success, that our lone example, the dreaded yore, failed so tragically suggests a similar fate is not beyond our grasp should we falter at any point. Yet we must try, must forge ahead into the night and welcome the suffering to come with open minds and open arms. This is our charge. This is our purpose. Not all heroes may walk freely in the light. And that's the end of this one. That's kind of, that's, I mean, yeah, no, that's kind of interesting. Not all heroes uh, may walk freely in the light. That's a, hmm, hmm, makes you think, right? Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple bits here. So, you know, Seventh Book of Sorrow is yours writing, and he's essentially saying, like, you know, you must always venture into the unknown. It's going to be scary. You're going to suffer for it. But, if you don't, you'll never change. Yep. Uh, and for Tebin, he's he's saying suffering, but in a slightly different manner. He's saying like the the things we do as the shadows of yore are going to are going to catch other people, are going to affect people outside our group, and they're going to pay a price that they don't understand. They don't know why. They don't know you know what has happened. Uh, around them to cause these things to them. And he he's regretful for that. Uh, and then he's also saying that Vale, Dredgen Vale, yep. um, who was uh, Orsa, uh, is saying that, you know, Vale has this, this multifaceted, complex plan, and it could easily go astray, and it could easily lead down the path of becoming Dredgen Yor, 
but they need to try because uh, they think that it's going to make them heroes in some way to follow this plan. That's that's kind of what I was getting hooked on too. Like, do they think of themselves as like heroes of the dark? I don't know if they think of themselves as heroes of the dark per se. Um, they simply they they definitely think that what they're doing could have a heroic outcome. You know, not all heroes may walk freely in the light. Yep. But they're they're also not like. They're they're not actively saying like the light is bad and dark is good. Like sure. they seem to be, at least I infer that they seem to be more uh, worried about the people, not necessarily the powers one way or the other. Okay. Okay. So we're going to keep that in mind and we're going to move on to the next entry from Tebin Gray that we get uh, during this Thorn quest chain. And that entry is entitled Anger. And it goes like this. As knowledge blossoms, know that you know nothing. Eternity extends beyond your grasp. This is no flaw, but design. To know all is not the task. To know all you can is your charge. As your view expands, you will begin to see those left behind as other, as adversaries. Ignorance riles the hearts and minds of those on an elevated path. Your adversaries will be many. Such is the weight upon all who challenge the hollow rule of stagnation. Let your anger guide you, drive you toward greater learning as you conquer unknown roads, leaving the well-worn to ash. Ignorance is not passive. It is a living, aggressive failure that angers the hearts of all who seek to evolve. This is the twelfth understanding of the seventh Book of Sorrow. And then Tebbin's notes say this. I thought it would take some convincing, but Cull has agreed to splinter from the group. Not in actuality, but as bait for the renegade. Our rival has given us rope with which to hang ourselves, but the further we embark down our path, the more that rope begins to tighten. What we must do next, the next steps in our continued evolution, will surely be seen as a bridge too far. A confrontation seems inevitable. Unless we can make plays that shift our hunter's focus. I have some concern that Vale's plan will lead the misguided among our growing number to overreach their ambition, to venture beyond their means and fall forever into the abyss. But then... If the renegade is truly the threat we proclaim, such worry is misplaced, as he will no doubt play his part and thin the herd, as it were. Of course there is a price beyond the blood of the lesser among our ilk. Cull will be missed, but remembered for his sacrifice. And that's the end of that one. 
I actually really like this the first part of this, like all the all the 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 twelfth understanding. It made me think a lot about Oryx, right? Yeah. Like to as knowledge blossoms, know that you know nothing. Like that that continually seeking more um, knowledge is is. <laughs> I guess I guess in their sense, not really a healthy thing, but kind <laughs> wow. of a healthy thing. Um, and the fact that ignorance riles the hearts and minds of those on an elevated path, like I, I it's it's that because because someone is ignorant, like they will just fully believe whatever they they think they believe and and follow that path to a zealot's end type thing. Yeah. Like I, that's that's really what that 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 says to me. And then like. There's this whole fucking plan going on here. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, the 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 hunters are trying to become the hunt, hunt or no the hunted are trying to become the hunter for the hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in in regards to the first bit, the twelfth understanding. Yeah, it, it very much seems to be continuing that theme of like if you are trying to evolve yourself, you're going to be doing so by gaining knowledge, gaining knowledge that others don't necessarily think you should know and that's going to make them scared of you and afraid of you and you know their their ignorance will lead them to uh consider you an enemy kind of thing um and then yeah so we we should remember here um we talked about Callum in our previous episode uh and he got painted against the wall he got by <laughs> uh by Shin and, and that's that's Dredgen Cull, right? That's Dredgen Cull. So when he's talking about yep. Cull here, that's Callum. Uh, now, interestingly, it seems like they have devised a plan where Callum is intentionally splintering from the group, uh, presumably with some of their more extreme uh, followers. Because uh, yeah, because he says. Um, you know, I, I have concern that Vale's plan will lead the misguided among our growing number to overreach their ambition and venture beyond their means and fall forever into the abyss. That, that to me says, like, definitely the more, um, I, I guess, ex- extreme. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be the, yeah. I And then says, you know, um, such worry is misplaced as he, the renegade, will no doubt play his part and thin the herd. So... Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> it, it seems like... It seems like a Dredgen Vale is the the mastermind behind everything happening here, because um, it's all Vale's plan. Vale's plan, and yep. uh, presumably Vale has devised this way of like, okay, we are doing research that is going to transform us in ways people are scared of, but it'll be for the betterment of everybody that we understand this. However, we have some people in our group that have joined us that are just bloodthirsty for the darkness. And we're going to kill two birds with one stone. We're going to have Callum, Dredge and Cull, uh, splinter away from our group and pull those people with him with the intention of them all being uh, distractions for Shin to go deal with so that we have enough time to do our own research. I like it. I like it. So that yeah, there's this interesting like splintering and uh even even divisions of kind of extremism within the shadows of yore. 
I mean, this, this is the ultimate spy versus spy going on right here. It really is. A little bit, yeah. Uh, so the next one we're going to read here um, is titled Emptiness, uh, and it goes like this. Any who fear knowledge are empty of purpose, but unlike them, be unlike them, be their rival. Become the destroyer of hollow things. None are equal to those who tread upon existence in search of impossible eternity. All who fail to strive beyond the known are lacking in truest meaning. Your enemies would taint all you hold dear. They know no other way. Emotion is not required when removing obstacles from your path. Obstructions are either ignorant of the greater good or actively against it. Destroy them. To rend one's enemies is to see them not as equals, but objects, hollow of spirit and meaning. This is the thirteenth understanding of the seventh Book of Sorrow. And then Tebbins notes say this. The ruse worked. Cull's radical speech gathered the weaker among our number. A splinter group of radical shadows held bent on worshipping darkness and bending it to its will. He preached a doctrine of hate empowered by total corruption. And the lesser minds who flocked to our purpose were drawn in like flies to filth. More important, the renegade took the bait, turned many to ash, turned cull to ash. A failing on two fronts. First, cull's sacrifice brought us time and distance. And second, it rallied many of our newest recruits against the renegade. Sides are being chosen, and Vale's recording of Cull's death will draw those most eager to tempt darkness. All is proceeding as we envision. And that's the end of that one. Teb- Tebbin seems like a overzealous Palpatine. <laughs> like, mm, good. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> E- evil good yes mm. yeah that's I, I got this very sure of himself palpatine vibe now from tebin like i i don't know man yeah so he he's telling us a couple things here um he's telling us that like that, that their plan worked essentially like cull pretended to be this radical that wanted to worship darkness and do its bidding and he pulled a a portion of their followers away splintered off and you know became cannon fodder for for shin uh but in doing so allowed you know gave them time while shin hunted down all of these radicals uh to continue doing whatever it is they're doing um but but at the same time kind of like changed the direction of the of the focus of the 
newer members. A little bit. Now the newer, it, it almost seems like the newer members are now looking at this as like, now we're drawing lines in the sand of making this a war of us versus the renegade. It's no longer yes. about let's do it the let's let's follow this idea of knowledge and do away with ignorance and and you know any anything with ignorance any any pe- being with ignorance if you can objectively look at them as an object with no soul or no anything then just do away with them like it it it's <laughs> I, I i hate to word it like this but it's it's undoing what the doctrine of the dredgens of your uh, the dredgens are trying to put in place it's it's actively causing a war between dredgens and renegade well and interestingly enough the idea of seeing your enemies seeing the ignorant as not things but objects hollow of spirit and meaning and to cut them down Kind of sounds an awful lot like what Shin does. Oh, shit. Like, he sees these dark, these people that worship the dark as like, they're they're lost. They're just, they're obstacles that need to be removed from the path. And so he guns them down shit. without a second thought. Is, is, is Shin bad? Does he have skulls on his arm? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that he's bad in that sense. Um, but I do think he's bad, uh, misguided in the sense of like, and we've talked about this before, he sees in black and white. He does. He very we, much does. We have started to show him the path that is the gray in between, but for much of his life, it has been black or white. Uh, yeah. And he has acted on that, you know, accordingly. I, uh, yep. so it, this is, this is an interesting and, and yeah, like the renegade is becoming even more of a boogeyman to the shadows of your, <laughs> he's, 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 what does this say? You, you either beat your bad guys or you live long enough to become one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it feels like he's becoming one of them. Yeah. You die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's the last letter we have from Tebin. Uh, now we have a few letters from Shin that we receive okay. throughout this quest that are kind of telling his side of things and then are also going to lay some truths out. So the first one uh, comes to us from that same book. Uh, for every rose a thorn. And he tells us this. That you seek to wield the rival cannons is a noble quest. One that has brought low many who'd claim to be your equal. The last word and thorn are linked by the blood they've shed. But as you know, they are bound by more than violence. They represent warring ideologies they are a kind and yet wholly opposite the cleansing fire and the festering disease like the common view of myself and the shadows adversaries meant to destroy one another enemies to our core but what if i were to weave 
another tale. Give a deeper meaning to the conflict that has drawn my and yours legacy to be painted in such a hateful light. I've played a role for some time now, many, actually, but my names, Shin Malfur, the Renegade, various others handed down by fools and hard cases, or even the one or two I've hidden behind over the many years I've spent running from my past and toward an ever-darkening future. They all serve a purpose, and they all start with Shin, the poor, lost, lonely boy whose entire world had been taken from him. The tale of my youth and Palamon, it's all true. That it tends to elicit sympathy and set my story on the path of the right and just is not a ruse. I am right, and I am just. But ask yourself, did the fact I began as a victim color your perception of me? Is my path, my cause, more righteous because I was owed justice and vengeance? For the longest time, I thought so. But then, and here is where the truth of it all begins to gain focus, what if the villain of the story believed so? What if the villain tore apart my life and countless others as a terrible means to an end? What if I was lost and he offered guidance by gifting me vengeance? And what if I told you that he was right to do so? And that's the end of the first letter from Shin. Well, what the hell? I, what? <laughs> what the hell, myth? So Shin is telling us that you have heard the stories. You've heard the many stories about how I'm the good guy and the shadows are the bad guys and we're in this eternal war with each other. And he's saying... Now I'm starting to not think so anymore. <laughs> and he's saying, I do believe I'm the good guy. I do. But you only know me through the stories you've heard of me. You don't actually know me. And perhaps your perception of me has been colored by the stories that you've been told. And he is alluding to believing that your wasn't just a mindless murderer that happened to wander into Palamon, that happened to lead to his death many years later. He's seeming to say that perhaps your did what he did specifically to offer a path for Shin to follow. That's, I don't know, man. That's, uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dangerous thought pattern to follow. Like, yeah, that's, that's a dangerous, a dangerous way of thinking of things to think that, this 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 entity that came to your town and and murdered everyone and then murdered your third father third, third father yeah. uh and and then you gunned down like to think that his sole purpose was coming to find you and cre- and give you purpose that's uh 
That's a dangerous line of thinking. Well, let's see where it takes us. Okay. So our next reading uh, is the next letter from Shin titled Faith in Monsters. And it goes like this. I hunted Dredgen Yor for decades. First at Jaren Ward's side, then alone. I was obsessed, driven. I hated the man. Still do. The difference between all the moments before I lit my fire and put rounds into the bastard and every moment since is what I learned in the instant I pulled last word from its leather. You're never fired. Never even moved to draw. He just stood straight and calm to my infernal lead tore through him. And then he dropped. It didn't register at first. Once he fell, the moment kind of hung there. And I walked over. The world was quiet. And I squeezed off two more, just to be sure. And I remember a hint of joy well up inside me as I thought back on Jaren. I had avenged him. I had avenged Palamon. And Durga and the North Channel and all the rest Yor had put to the flames. But my mind hung on Jaren, and my joy became tainted with an uneasy feeling. The moment of Jaren's death played on repeat in my mind, rapid fire. The sound of Jaren's cannon, and then yours, and then silence. Long ago in a nowhere forest out west. Jaren never missed, yet he did. Your then didn't. But Jaren was no easy target. Was your? He hadn't flinched when I pulled steel. No movement, no change in his tone or words. I gunned him down mid-sentence as if he didn't care. He knew I would. Knew I'd draw, knew I'd fire. So why the talk? Why have words when he knew mine would be loud, that mine would be death? Maybe you'll understand this without further explanation. Maybe you won't. But the answer is, and it set my course for every moment after. Because he believed in me. And that's the end of that one. Well, shit. I, I, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is like, this is like having a story that, that you've been told hundreds of times told to you. And then the guy that the story is about comes to you and goes, well, I mean, it's kind of like that, but this is what it really is. And then you're just like, well, what? A little bit. A little bit. So Shin is is saying that, you know, you're essentially let him kill him. Just gave up? Like I don't I don't know that he gave up I, per I se, but he or er, uh, Shin seems to think that you're allowed Shin to get his vengeance. Because you're somehow new 
that that was going to put Shin on a path. Yeah. 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 That's that's more what it sounds like. It's it's like 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 your cuz I mean I don't know. I I I've I'm still kind of half and half on how I feel about Jaren and 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 your showdown and Jaren getting gunned down and you're not like it, Jaren doesn't miss. That's that's like that's the thing. Like yeah. he does not miss and so I don't know. I don't I don't think that Jaren maybe Jaren never fired. Maybe it was Well, he heard he heard the sound. That's uh, true. And it might be implying that like your was the better gunslinger therefore your could have won against shin if he had tried but purposely right. didn't but purposely didn't because he wanted to give uh shin the satisfaction of vengeance therefore starting an appetite for vengeance perhaps and you know we that's this these these are this is crazy man we, this uh, is this is this, <laughs> yours a psychopath well we talked about this back when we were discussing the the showdown between Jaren and Yor where um you know Jaren's ghost i uh, you know is saying like you've you've killed you've sucked the light out of him and and the ghost says you know you know you are not a monster you are a man a man can be stopped yeah. and you know, your response, like there, there is the sliver of hope. And on one hand, he's a psychopath. Well, on one hand, he's a freaking psychopath. We theorize that maybe it's as we've heard elsewhere, like your likes to, to kill hope. He likes for there to be, you know, a hope for survival for him to then, you know, it's all the sweeter when he snuffs it out. It's, it's, it's not the like killing of a man. It's, it's, it's the, killing of an idea because if you can kill an emotion or an idea or a feeling like that's that's the greater because i think that's what he felt when he went to the moon like he he had his hope killed he had his his happiness killed deep deep in the moon and so now he wants others to feel that he wants others to have that sense of loss that that true sense of like hope is a is a bullshit four-letter word like he wants people to feel that well, here's the other interpretation that we talked about in that episode as well, is maybe that sliver of hope was a bit of a double entendre, and it was also your hoping that someone could finally kill him. Oh my God. Was hoping that someone could finally end him, because if we remember, as Rizil Azir... That was his whole thing was, I'm going to go to the moon. I'm going to find the biggest baddie that is threatening us that he knew of at the time. And I'm going to stop them from being able to, to do anything to us. So we'll truly be safe. And after he came back from the moon, your became the biggest baddie that threatened any of them. And Holy shit. perhaps he's been, he was sowing this, this, you know, all this chaos and death and awful things because he wanted somebody to become more powerful than he was to guarantee the defense of all the people that he once protected. Dude, that is, that is, I, I don't know. I, I, that's psychotic. Myth. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it's a good plan. <laughs> 
That's, that's you, you're a zeal, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself. <laughs> this man is psychotic. So, but regardless, Shin seems to believe that you're intentionally, you, like, gave Shin the first shot. Gave, gave yeah. him the, like, yeah. are you more powerful than me? Are you finally going to be the one that, can you kill hope? that ends me? Well, not can you kill hope, can you keep it alive? Oh. You know, I am the ender of hope. I'm the devourer of hope. Are you finally the one that is more powerful than me that will show me there's a defender out there somewhere that can keep hope alive for the generations after? Okay. Okay. I'm following now. He's still psychotic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not a good person by any means. <laughs> like, no, nothing that he did was good. But I think that was that would you know that little grain like of good, yeah. That's like the the redeeming not not redeeming. That's like the one little shred of light or hope. Again, I I say, I say light, thinking of you know good and bad. Yeah. Light good, darkness bad. But it's it's more like that one little shred of like good left in him that's saying okay yeah i i can be stopped there is there is someone who can carry the torch of hope uh like what you're saying for the generations to come Mm -hmm. so with those ideas in mind i read the next letter from shin titled a shadow's worth and it goes like this your wasn't faster than jaren and jaren didn't miss your was just more than Jaren. Your was other. It took fire to burn him down, and Jaren, for all his gifts, was lacking in fire. We all were. Not saying I was the first. The lessons I learned, the ability I honed to ignite my rage and direct it through my cannon, those were hard lessons learned on a hard, hot planet before Osiris' exile, before the gap, my pilgrimage was long and pained and driven by hate. But that was the point. Skill was not enough. Confidence was no weapon. Not when faced with the terrors of the dark. Your knew this. Your counted on it. So when Jaren faced him down, your gave him the first shot offered freely. But Jaren's lead wasn't enough. And when your replied, his sickness consumed Jaren's light and left me, once again, an orphan. Once again, weighed down by sorrow and anger, your sought to gift me Jaren's prize as a means to tempt me. And it did. When the gun finally met my hand again, it was the catalyst that drove me to find a way to avenge all I had loved. It was a selfish pursuit. But when your and I finally met on the flat high ridge, I was ready. And I would come to find, so was he, ready to offer his final lesson, his final gift, a final push toward my true destiny. One that would put me at odds with heroes in order to ensure our worlds are filled with fewer monsters. It was a path I was sure to walk alone, 
until I found others, until I found trust, until I found hidden value in that which I had always feared, shadows. And that's the end of that one. Okay. This is this is getting confusing as shit now, Myth. <laughs> I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna try to walk through a series of events. Jaren and Yor meet on a ridge. Yep. Yor says, shoot. Yep. Jaren shoots. Nothing happens. Isn't enough to Yor kill him. Yor says isn't enough to kill him. Not to say that nothing happens, but it's not enough to kill him. Yor responds with pop pop. Jaren dies. Yep. Uh, so then he he takes Yor looks at this ghost, this 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 guardianless ghost, because this is kind of the I, was this the first time that something like that's happened? I mean, not for Yor. The, He's been able to drain the light out of guardians, you know, in Crucible and whatnot prior to this. That's right. That's right. Because he's kind of been that terror there. That's right. Uh, but then, so this, this guardianless ghost, because usually it's the other way around. Usually it's a, a right. ghostless guardian. Um, this guardianless ghost is now handed this, this gun and said, okay, now take it to his prodigy. Maybe he can gun me down. You know, let's see if he's good enough to do it. Yeah. All this hunting, all this, all these years later, alone, just Shin and Shin and last word. Finally, get to meet on the same ridge. Shin comes to enough understanding of hatred, of just pure anger, and channels all of that through last word to create the first instance of Golden Gun, and pop, yours down for the count. Mid sentence doesn't even doesn't even like flinch or anything. Uh, Shin comes over and you know pop pop just in case mm-hmm. dead body all done vengeance vengeance served now now continue on to the rest of the uh, the rest of life and and yay everything should be happy but now it's created this like drive inside of Shin to be like okay now I need to hunt down anyone who would try to be like this this your um. What is he what is he saying at the end of this? So Shin Until I found hidden value. value in that which I had always feared, shadow. Is he is he saying that it's good to have the shadows around so that way he has a purpose? Like he can like what, what I think he he's implying there? that the shadows, shadows of yore, the draw of dark. Right. Having an obvious bait, having an having an obvious thing for those that are drawn to dark pursuits to go after has value, and in that it keeps all the monsters in one place, and that he can keep okay. an eye on them there and yeah. deal with them as needed. Okay. So okay, kind of creating a, a, a uh, what would you call that? I guess, I guess a, a a battle on on a single front, kind of type thing. If I can if I can keep all the any anything that's going to threaten the light as as a whole, be, be it hive, cabal, fallen, whatever, as well as things within an internal struggle. That being the shadows that are that are 
not necessarily actively hating the light, but are definitely doing stuff that isn't necessarily savvy with the light. Um, if you can keep all of that on one front and keep everything focused in in one direction, it's easier to combat. Yeah, and so from so from his perspective, he's saying, if I have a way to ensure that all of the dark interested guardians form up in one place, congregate in some way, I can keep an eye on them and determine, you know, if I need to end some of them that go too far. Sim- similar, okay. Similarly to his idea with Gambit. Gambit is going to draw some of these people right. in. They're going to be, you know, they're going to get inquisitive and I'm either going to deal with them there or they're going to reach out to the shadows of your and, you know, again, what he's implying is that the shadows of yore are that congregation of dark guardians that he can keep an eye on because he knows where they all okay. are. Sure. Sure. Now, w- once they've entered into his, into his <laughs> field of view, I'll put that yeah. in quotations. Uh, now he knows where, now he knows that they are active, excuse me, actively looking into darkness and looking at his, Oh, well, Hey, th- th- this guy tried it. Maybe I can try it and I won't get corrupted type thing. And then when they do get corrupted, he can go, okay, well, I know exactly where you are. Pop. Good. Now you're done. Yeah. And we showed him that maybe not everyone will get corrupted. You know, we showed him that there is that, that line of gray in between. Uh, Interesting. So he really is like, even up until this point, really truly thinking that as soon as you start to succumb to darkness, like that's it, there's no turning back. You are, you are a, a, a corrupted thing and now now you have to be ended whereas like like what you're saying like we showed him like okay yeah you can you can go to darkness but just because you dabble with it it doesn't mean that you're going to be fully um vested in it type thing yeah and so with this mindset this desire for the shadows to congregate in one space to keep an eye on and eliminate as needed we get to the final letter from Shin for this particular book, titled Revelations and Invitations. And it goes like this. A revelation. So now, the truth. You've earned it. My name is Shin Malfur. My name is Zyre Orsa. My name is Dredgen Vale. And all who fall to darkness will answer to my steel. The shadows, the drifter's gambit, the seeding of fear that the infamous man with the golden gun was on the hunt, blinded by allegiance to the light and gunning for all who tempt the dark. A necessary deception, offering two paths in order to draw out those eager for power beyond their means. Malfeasance was a gift, a sample to gauge the true hearts of those who reveled in the drifter's games. Those sated by its wicked power were kin enough to know their limits, but those hungry for more, a danger worth tracking. 
in some cases, a danger in need of confrontation. But the game has only just begun, and I risk much like this here. My offering you the olive branch of truth and trust. Yes, I have led you to believe I was your friend in the shadows, my enemy, and yours. If all I have just revealed calls that into question, know that it shouldn't. The shadows are a danger. You are guided by the evolved and controlled methods of dredging your, except instead of death and destruction, I am offering the mysteries and powers of the darkness as bait for those who would otherwise go freely into the abyss. I have built the perfect trap with which to cull the weak-willed, and it is working. And now, an invitation. The vanguard and I are not enemies. We simply have different methods. But to their credit, they have allowed my actions, as they have a wide array of concerns to fill their attention. Not that they haven't helped me in small ways. Snippets of conversations to plant the shadows as a threat. Feigned ignorance of the drifter's game and its consequences. Zavala prefers more straightforward tactics, but even he agrees that as guardian numbers grow, it is vital to test the true mettle of those trusted with the safeguarding of our fragile survival. But others, the guardians who have joined me, Tebin, Braga, Jonah, Zana, they are all believers in our cause. And Callum, the truest hero who made the purest sacrifice, his death was noble and by my hand, but not a hateful thing. His part was and remains key to sealing the temptations of any who would give themselves to sorrow's road. All who take up arms in his name will be enemies of all he held dear, and they will be punished. You have my word. I am burdening you with the full reality of the gambit at play because I believe in you. My earlier words, my gifting of the last word, that was earned and all true. You are the future of this war. You and a few like you are the warriors who can walk between light and dark. And so I ask you, are you up to the task? Or have I risked all I have struggled to build on a hero who is not yet ready to become a legend? And that's the end of that letter. Um... What? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, as we were saying with the previous one, what? What? <laughs> so, as we were saying with the previous one, I'm so confused now, Myth. Well, and that's as we were saying with the previous one. <laughs> Shin. Go. Is looking for a way to bait out all of the 
the guardians that have an interest in the darkness to congregate them in one spot. It would be really convenient if they all formed a group and then any dark guardian that's like, hmm, I want to know more about dark powers and all of that stuff would go to this group because then you don't have a billion guardians in the fringes researching stuff on their own. You've, you've drawn them all into one, one, you know, organization. It'd also be real fucking convenient if you were the president of said organization. Exactly. What the shit myth? Oh my God. How much better to keep track of all the new members of the dark organization than to just be the leader of the darkness organization. So he's been a triple agent this whole time? Yeah, kinda. What the f- what the shit? <laughs> so, I'm not I I okay, I, that's like So he would what the f- <laughs> I I don't know. I don't I don't even know where to jump with this. <laughs> like so he okay, so Shin Malfer is Dredgen Vale. Yes. What the fuck? So this grand plan was all like he wanted Callum to be like super zealot of the dark and like draw everyone out that are like, yeah, 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 super dark. Like, let's yeah, it's not enough to go dark. Let's go super dark. And so he can just be like, nope, ending all of you. Mm hmm. Holy shit. The enemy of my enemy is also my enemy, but kind of my friend. (laughs) I don't. I don't know where to go with this, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm so. My mind is shattered, Myth. I don't, I don't know what to think now. This is a ruse inside of a ruse or something. I, it's, I, I don't know what the hell is going on now. So you're telling, this whole time. Yeah, he's been dredging Vale, and so did Tevin bring him in, or did he bring Tevin in? He brought Tevin in. Well, what the fuck? Zyre Orsa, Tebin talks about Zyre Orsa as the one that found the, you know, the clues to lead them to find Dredgen Yor's, you know, long lost diary, essentially. There's no finding. He knew exactly where they were. He was on the ridge. Yeah. He let, Jesus shit. He created mystery out of nothing just to give these people a thing to chase. And then when they found it, was like okay let's form this group and then was what the hell you'll remember that zyre orsa aka shin malfer is also the one that created the first thorn replicas as an as a means of baiting in those that wanted to use them this is this is my my mind is shattering myth i can't (laughs) i can't form words now Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. What the hell? Dude, this is this is literally like this entire story has just been the ultimate spy versus spy game. Like this is Yeah. Like th- what better way to be a double agent than to be a triple agent? Like So, okay. Uh, okay, I'm still like coming to terms with this right now. Like this is still like messing with my brain. Okay, so shit. Okay, so okay, so now I got to paint a new series of events now. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, so everything up until the point where 
Shin, guns down, your is all that's all there. That's all yeah. just that that is what it is. All the same. Every every part of your going to the moon, go, going psychotic, mm-hmm. thinking, you know, oh, you'll be the one to carry Hope's torch, blah, blah, blah. Then yep. finally trying to find that and then and those two stories just so happen to be happening at the same time and cross paths. Uh and then at the at the crossing is the is the Palamon, and then of course that's when the paths become one path, and it's the hunt down for the Rior and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then after he does manage to summon the 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 light and and channel his anger and hatred through the through his gun into into the golden gun and kill him, he then realizes, well, if one guy could do it, a bunch of guys could do it. So then starts dropping hints about well, the the whole time that he's dropping these so he starts dropping hints about hey here's a path on how to find this book of of the true teachings of yore at the same time is spreading this legend of the man with the golden gun the man who killed the guardian killer the the ultimate boogeyman then while like Jesus Christ, this this is still messing with my brain. While he's perpetuating this, like I am the man with the golden gun. I'm, you know, I'm. Or, no, well, I guess he's not saying that he is. He's just spreading the story of it. But everyone knows that the man with the golden gun is Shin, right? Yeah. Like no, but nobody knows that Shin is Vale. Right, because nobody that hears these stories has met Shin. Yeah, like no, no one, you know, no one knows his face. And if he never tells them his real name, they have no reason to believe that that is Shin Malfer. Jesus Christ. So the whole time he's talking with Drifter about coming up with Gambit, this is this is Vale and Shin, because they're the same person, coming up with this idea to like, hey, let's channel even more people into, into a more focused. Like, now I have an arena to start drawing people into. Like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. they want to mess with darkness. Now I've got... He's got to be the greatest Bond villain ever. <laughs> Or some I don't know, man. This is like the greatest spy versus spy ever. And and Shin is literally the the best spy. Kinda. Yeah. This is this is this is nuts, man. This is straight nuts. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna accept all this because that's what it is, and not let my mind implode in on itself. <laughs> so the the big takeaway is that you know everything from Razil Azir becoming your uh, destroying Palamon, having the shootouts with Jaren, and then eventually falling to Shin. All of that is more or less as was told. And then he had the idea of, you know, I need to draw all of these dark influences into one spot rather than have them be spread out all over the world. He started this organization he like you said you know dropped the rumors and hints about you know you need to be a to dissuade some people of like hey there's this anti-dark boogeyman the man with the golden gun who's gonna come get you um and he did like he did hunt down people that went that route um and then at the same time he's dropping hints of like you know trying to find people that are interested in the dark I guess, and I guess trying to be like them. preemptive, right? Like, 
Right. Like if if I can get people that are even trying to think about going dark, if I can if I can get them feeding or if I can feed them into it and then see where they're going with it to see yep. if they truly are going to fall to darkness. Now I now I can I can I can I can take them out when it when yep. the time comes. Otherwise, if they're just like, "Hey, I it's I feel like he's like he's like an anti-hop topic mall cop." <laughs> like he wants to stop the kids that are going into the hot topic, but not until they've bought something and come out. Uh, yeah, that's what I feel like he's trying to be. Like he's trying to be like the the anti edge lord edge lord. I mean, that's an analogy for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that keeps like coming to mind of like this idea of him just like he's a mall cop, but only for hot topic. <laughs> Well, I mean, his his primarily concern does seem to be internal. Does seem to be like the corruption of guardians. He's not necessarily yeah. going out and fighting against the the hive and the fallen and, and it all really that. isn't. Like, there's no there's no like oh there's because I guess that's the big thing too is like it, there's no like oh well the man with the golden gun he went and took down Crota or some shit like he he took down Omnigul or he took some other big name whatever. It's mm-hmm. always he took down the. The, the 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 guardians who succumb to darkness, yeah. Or he, or he actively hunts the dredgens or whatever. Yeah. No, this is this is interesting. So we're not quite done there. Okay. Um, because there is another gun that we have not talked about yet. First curse, right? Not no. that one. No, <laughs> that was Necrochasm. So I did I did look into the first curse. Uh, it is only in destiny one and it seems to have almost no lore that really ties it anywhere into any of these stories well that's annoying like you'd figure the last word first curse like i feel like they would be i mean they're they are related from the first curses lore card but that's the only place it's ever mentioned oh that's a bummer is it was like a precursor to the last word so eh, it's not really important to the story we're talking about here fair enough um so our guardian at this point has uh, been gifted the last word, has crafted malfeasance with the drifter, and has now, at the end of the, the quest chain that gives us that those truths from Shin, has crafted a replica of Thorn. Now, Shin has decided to trust us further, and not just test us this time, but trust us. And he decides that he's going to give us a dangerous artifact and see what we do with it. And that dangerous artifact is the original thorn or what's left of it. Okay, Shin Shin might be psychotic too. So Shin leaves the Guardian uh, a gift in the same location that we picked up the broken thorn replica. It is the remnants of the original thorn of Dredgen Yor. Because, of course, he secured it and had it just chilling on his body, like, or chilling yeah. on his person the whole time. I mean, that's that you would want to do that, right? Like, you wouldn't just, like, oh, hey, I gunned down Dredgen Yor. Cool. Nice gun. Oh, I guess I'll leave it there. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, not that gun. <laughs> uh, and so Shin is very interested to see, like, what. Can he's seen us be this this 
uh, ride the line of gray between light and dark. And now he's, this is our final kind of challenge of like, I'm going to give you the thing that corrupted your, and I want to see if you can still handle it. If you can, if you can turn this into something else, if you can have power over it instead of it having power over you. Uh, and we get some more letters from him in the course of this quest. Uh, and the first letter is the eternal chain and the other's prize. Uh, and it goes like this. You've earned the word, replicated the sickness, proven yourself time and again. Yet another challenge remains. Not your last, far from it. Simply another chapter in another story that will bind your legend to those that come before. Raziel sought to vanquish terror. Your fertilized the wilds with suffering and despair in hopes that a new hope would grow. And I was that hope. My fire showed that whispers could be hushed. To many, the legend and the lesson ends there. But they're wrong. Dangerously so. Yours true lesson, and by extension reseals, wasn't that strength beats strength. His lesson was far more subtle and infinitely more grand. Adversity leads to evolution, forces it, and through that crucible we are remade better, stronger, more than we were. The guardians of today are not gods, nor were those who came before. We are all simply links of a chain reaching back to the dawn of time and forward to the end of existence, each link gaining strength from the others, each link stronger than the last. Just as I was stronger than your, you are stronger than me. The whole working to solidify the parts and growing sturdier as the harsh truths of reality stretch and strain to break us. But our change shall never break, because warriors like you and I are not so proud as to forsake our past. We learn from it, grow from it. It is the foundation upon which we build each victory. It is the catalyst for our change. And here now I offer you the chance to spark a new evolution, the next hallmark in our betterment, the next leap forward in our war against extinction. I have held this jagged weapon since the faithful day on Dwindler's Ridge, kept it hidden away, kept its secrets, kept its nightmares, locked away where none could hear, where none could be tempted. It's quiet now, except a low murmur, but its sickness remains. There were countless times I thought to destroy it, remove its threat from the playing field. But I knew it held a greater purpose, and I believe that purpose can be found and fulfilled 
in your hands. The hive use untold methods to destroy us. The weapons of sorrow are but one. The fate of this wicked tool is in your hands now. Will you allow sorrow to linger? A festering threat waiting to consume all who are tempted by its power? Or will you forge a new road? Will you show the hive and every guardian who follows in your wake that sorrow does not guide us? I leave these questions for you to ponder, but I know what I believe. That we are better than our deepest fears. That we are ever and truly weapons of light. And that's the end of that letter. Okay. Okay. I see you crazy psychopaths out there doing all <laughs> crazy psychopathic things. Whatever. It's fine. It's whatever. Cool. Yeah, we're weapons of light. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You say so. So he has gifted us the original thorn in hopes that we can evolve it into something better than it was before. I And that is pretty much what we do. Um, we take this and we purify the remnants of thorn with light, uh, motes of light to be specific. Uh, and eventually we clean it of its corruption and we turn it back from thorn into rose. Uh, the hand cannon that some PvP players are probably familiar with. And are still um, running around today with. And are still running around today with. Uh, there was a reason that uh, Raziel Azir was a nightmare in the Crucible before he went batshit. Like, he had a good gun. Kind uh, of a boss. <laughs> but we don't stop there. I, we further bolster Rose. And whereas Thorn was Rose grafted with hive bones, uh, we graft light into the rose and turn it into the first ever weapon of hope, which is called the Lumina. Oh. And uh, throughout this quest, we're getting more um, letters from Shin. Uh, some of them are... Uh, uh, dialogues or, or transcripts that's the word I'm looking for transcripts uh, between him and uh, other members of the shadows that are in on his secret um, and so the first of those that we're going to read which gives us a little peek into uh, kind of the machinations of, of the leadership of the shadows um, is titled Eulogy for Callum Soul. And uh, it is a conversation between Callum Soul, a.k.a. Dredgen Cull, and Shin Malfer, a.k.a. Dredgen Vale. And it goes like this. Are you sure? Nevermore. I'm not questioning the plan, just will will it work? The temptations must go further. 
We've baited the hook with dark imaginings, but to truly gauge the ill intent of those hiding behind the light, we have to give them a clear path toward their darkest desires. And those who veer, those who join my mad crusade, we do as your namesake suggests. Thin the herd. Excise the weak, few that the whole group may grow stronger. What if more join than intended? What if such vile messages speak to the fear, the fear that grips us all? Hate is easily sowed amongst the people on the brink. It is not the people we seek to judge. It is the protectors. We do this for the people. For the future. Not mine. <laughs> Funny. Gotta get the jokes in while I can. As soon as I break rank, it's all gloom and doom. You will become the darkest shadow. The very thing they fear we will all become. And the vanguard, they approve? No. They say this... Play-acting will foster genuine hatred. They don't know what you ask of me. And they never will. I'll be remembered as a villain. Only to those who do not truly matter. That is the end of that transcript. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit. This is, I, shit. Like, I don't know what to say, Ben. Like, this is. <laughs> well, this, this is, like, this is a situation we already knew happened. You know, right. Callum. But like, Cull isn't really all that evil. Now, he knows. He knows that he is, he's doing this intentionally. He's, he's in on the gig. I, Callum is intentionally drawing all these people. He's he's playing the part of this usurper that wants to give themselves to the dark to draw followers to him. Jesus. Uh, that's I mean that's even nobler than damn man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe uh, the shadows aren't all that bad. Well, I think to to clarify the leadership of the shadows. That's that's a better. They, yeah. I think, went into this. Maybe all knowing the, the know intentions. That, do all the leaders know that Vale is Shin? At least some of them. I mean, clearly, um, obviously, Cole Callum. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Callum or Cole, um, and uh, also. I'm not sure if Bane, if Tebin Gray knows or not. I, I think, I think, I think he might, or he at least knows that he knows that this particular plan with Callum was, was a, uh, you know, was, was intentional. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but, uh, we have another transcript here, um, between, Callum, or excuse me, between Shin and uh, Tebin, uh, aka Dredgen Bane. Uh, 
Uh, and between those two, we have this little conversation. Have you seen Callum? Yes. He shed his dark name and preaches our weakness, paints us as cowards. He is a preacher born. New members flock to his twisted doctrine daily. More than I had hoped. So many fought to earn the title Dredgen, only to throw it away when they found a voice that truly spoke to their anger and fear. Are you surprised? Not in the least. Disappointed, maybe. But surprised that the ignorant who fall under the thrall of any who stoke their hatred would be so easily swayed? Never. After all, was that our intent? Isn't this why Callum has taken this burden upon himself? It is. The division is becoming clear. Our numbers grow. More join Callum. As we gun them down, still more take up arms. The weak are being culled, as intended. And that's the end of that little excerpt. Okay, so Bane knows then. They, it seems yeah. like all the leadership knows at this point. Like they now, holy shit. Okay, so this is that's the true revelation right there, isn't it? The shadows were created specifically to draw out guardian. Like that's the whole point of the of the shadows in the first place. Yep. And then when people got too afraid of the shadows, then they created Gambit to have another place to be like, well, this isn't the shadows, but Dude, this has been the plan all along. Holy shit. Gam- Gambit's that entry point of like, hey, I'm a dredgen now. Ha ha. But, but maybe I want to be a dredgen. Or maybe but, I want to be more. Are you a dredgen? Are you a true dark lord brooding? Are, did, right. Yeah, you came and shopped at Hot Topic, but do you want to live at Hot Topic? <laughs> this is nuts, man. This is this. This. I. My brain is fried, Myth. I I'm not. I this is nuts, man. I mean, it's it's it makes sense. It it does truly make sense. The whole idea of like, how do I, like guardians and and Zavala said as much too, or or even even Elsie, has guardians are gonna go find darkness. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna fuck with it. They're gonna see what it does. They're gonna try to mess with it. They're gonna try to use it. Whatever they need training they need a way to focus otherwise they're just gonna fall to it like and and so like this is like the early because all of this is pre beyond light Um, correct so uh, this is kind of like the early days of like hey guardians are seeing darkness and they're trying to use it they they there's there are guardians out there that are truly that edgelord dredgen style guardians like it it but we need a way to I guess in, in these days, in these early days, it's like, well, we need to end them. If they go too dark, then we need to end them. And then once it starts to become around Beyond Light, now Elsie's like, no, we don't need to end them. We need to train them. We need to harden them to the darkness. So this is really like the early days of of Guardians messing with darkness. This this is... Mm-hmm. But but then to have like a controlled to create a controlled environment around it to like have that area of like okay yeah you you went through Gambit or like I guess before Gambit it was like 
oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join the Dredgens and I'm gonna become an edge lord and I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt down and kill guardians that that for whatever like. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's cute, but you're not actually killing guardians. They're like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm not actually killing guardians. But then there's like a select few. They're like, but what if I could kill guardians? That'd be awesome, dude. That'd be freaking sweet. And they're like, okay, well, see that guy Callum over there. Maybe go talk to him. And Callum's like, yeah, kill guardians. Fuck them all. Like, let's go. And then they all join him. And then they're like, oh shit, now we're dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that's that's literally like the whole thing. Like, okay, yeah, you wanted to kill guardians, but that's killing guardians is bad. So suck it is essentially what's happening here. Yeah. And then they then then Drifter comes back after his whole like dealings of of darkness and Lord knows what the hell he dealt with and has decided, well, let's start this game. And and I, I guess it wasn't fully Drifter's plan to start Gambit. Like it definitely feels like it was both sides. Like I, don't I, I think like, I think Gambit was a combination. I think Drifter had the main idea, but Shin kind of like poked and prodded some, well, what if you do this? And what if you do that? Like, I I think he helped form its final form so that it fit what he wanted. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Created that training ground, that entry point of like, okay, yeah, you want to be a dredging, go, go mess with that stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're a dredging. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? But then, but then they come back and go, yeah, I'm a dredging, but I want to be a dredging. They're like, okay, well come join our group. We'll test you. We'll see if you really want to be a dredging. And then as they're in there, they're like, oh, shit, we're killing guardians. That's not cool. I don't really want to be a dredging. They're like, okay, good. You can go back to playing being be, pretend dredging mm-hmm. until they get, find the one guy that's like, yeah, killing guardians. Let's go. And they're like, oh, okay, uh, Callum, we got another one. Yep. Jesus. This is this is crazy. Yep. This is crazy. <laughs> But no one ever saw the gunslinger story turning into a spy story. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is like, <laughs> I was all ready for like Wild West craziness. Like, yeah, d- d- Lone Ranger, let's go. Like, th- this is literally like, this is the ultimate spy versus spy, James Bond, everything. Like, it's this mm-hmm. is this is crazy, man. So another, not twist really, but a fun little fact. Uh, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, it comes to us from another transcript between Shin and Callum in those final moments. and uh, Or I guess just prior to the final moments that were recorded by Shin and that recording left for us and the Drifter to find. Uh, there, was, there was a little bit of preamble before that confrontation. And it goes like this. It's time. I'm ready. You cannot return from this. Yeah, that was the deal. And you go forth with no regrets. We have riled the foolish and set the trap. If my end is the means by which we can ensure a generation of those whom the shadows would corrupt are removed from the playing field, then my end is welcome. Braver words have never been spoken. And, uh, Paola? Your ghost understands as well as you. She's safe now, with Bane. Given a new shell and sad, but aware of what is at stake. 
So whose ghost was this? Unknown. A dead thing wrapped in your familiar's carcass. Simply play your part, stab it, and when you're gone, I will plant the audio to set you as the martyr and myself as the villain. And what if they discover that Malfur and Orsa are one and the same? They won't. Then onward, right? Ever so. It's, uh... It's been an honor. The honor is now, has ever been, and will always be mine. You're too kind. Go well, friend. I will, brother. And that's the end of that transcript. Damn it, myth. You know, I, you, I, you did this. You did this to me. <laughs> you did this to me. This is, I'm blaming you for my crying. I'm just reading stories. I'm just saying, you, <laughs> this is, this is your fault. But, but, the takeaway, Callum's ghost is still out there. Right. So eventually. We got to come across eventually, right? Well, eventually, she could resurrect him, maybe. Oh, like if, shit. If there's enough to resurrect, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's mostly ash on a wall. Or is it? Shit, I don't know anymore. It's freaking spy versus spy now. I don't know who's <laughs> who and what's what. It, it does seem likely that that is truly the remains of Callum. Okay. It, yes, it is. But, like, how much is remain? Like, I guess you only need, like, one speck of DNA, apparently, but... Maybe, yeah, I don't know. There have been instances, uh, I think we brought this up in our, our original Light and Dark episode, there were instances in the lore of ghosts talking about if the bodies of their guardians have been atomized, have been disintegrated, yeah. that they can't revive them. I, I think this is a case of that. I think he has been atomized. It may be. It may be. But his ghost is safe. The thing that he stabbed in that quest that we saw... Uh, and that was originally alluded to in Shin's letter as Shin Malfer to us um, was a fake. It was an already dead ghost uh, that was being used as a, a prop to play the part. Holy cow! Right, this so. this this is literally a giant spy game. I I I I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> uh, so. With that, we have two more letters from Shin to us uh, in regards to our crafting of the Lumina. Uh, and the first one is entitled A New Legend to Guide Them. And it goes like this. Do you see your role in all of this? Can you understand the importance of your deeds? The hero of the Red War, the judge, jury, and executioner of the scorned barons. Your legend has only grown since your revival. So many challenges faced, so many obstacles overcome. It is you who must now show the rest, every guardian, 
every warrior, every huddled, hopeful, broken soul, that we are ready to face any threat. And to do so, we must be willing and able to become masters of the light and the dark. It isn't to say we must give ourselves freely to the shadows. Far from it. We must instead bend those shadows to our will, infuse them such that their sickness dims, but their power remains. And when they writhe and hiss and refuse to be bound, we will see them destroyed until all that remains are those powers that will be honed and controlled and those that will be eradicated in the wake of our advance from the brink of annihilation to our inevitable reclamation of this system and the stars beyond. It is you who must be the guiding light. It is you, the best of us. And that's the end of the first letter from him. I mean, that's 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 a way to do it. Take the darkness and use its power, and but don't fall to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Darkness can be pretty powerful. I like stasis. I'm I'm half and half on on strand. I haven't quite found that like sweet spot with strand yet. Like, maybe 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 I'll find it in in some of these new aspects or something. I don't know. It's I've I've stasis. I've my my little Stacy turrets. They're they're pretty nasty in the crucible, man. I sh- I put that shit everywhere. <laughs> I, I I got my first twenty streak with it and didn't see a single guardian. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you're kind of a menace. With I I I am the bad. <laughs> I I am the baddie. <laughs> I will put those things in corners on roofs. Uh, they, you name it. I I'll put it. I'll put a stasis turret there. It's it's glorious. So glorious. I like it. Yeah. All right. So the final letter from Shin to us, uh, kind of the culmination of all of his correspondence to us and all of our work in crafting the various guns up until this point uh, is titled The Long Goodbye. And it goes like this. I told you I was done once the last word was in your hands. But that letter, as with most things, was another test. I gave you all the guidance I could, and all the reassurance, but needed to see you acting upon all you had learned free of my direct hand. Sure, the vanguard and your other allies, old and new, were around to aid you, but as always, you forged a trail all your own, ever true to yourself ever strong and defiant against the endless tide that threatens us all. Your constant heroism and ability to adapt your skills and aggression to face ever-evolving trials prove you worthy of my confidence. This is why I shared my truths with you, my journey, the shadows, our purpose, our sins. When you sought thorn the hated yin to the words noble yang, I knew you were headed in a fateful direction that would see me and mine as nothing more than afterthoughts in the wars to come. What I may have served as a catalyst for even a sliver of your continued growth is an honor. 
All of my th- all of my faith says you will be a linchpin in the building of a new world, one where absolutes cower to the might of compromise, where light tempers dark and dark opens new insights into the light's many gifts. For this moment on, my closest allies and I will be gone. Our job is done. And despite appearances, our purest intent was never as simple and mundane as to rile and endanger, though such tactics were needed. No, our task was always to find those, like yourself, who could further the meaning of what it means to be a guardian, and to push you forward in ways never before considered or allowed. Part of me worries that you will hold some level of contempt for the manner in which I have chosen to work. The vanguard certainly do, and they do not endorse it, though they abide it. They don't know everything the shadows and I have done, and it's better that they do not. But know this, as clearly as you know anything. The means justify the ends, and there is no part of me that regrets the choices I have made. The circumstances that have led us all here? Yes, there is a pain at the very heart of me that any of us must exist in this terrible world, in part crafted for ourselves, but know above all things, it is our enemies, those who have come from out of the black to hinder our every advance, who truly deserve our ire. They are wicked and they are boundless in their villainy. I speak not only of the hive or the fallen, the vex or the cabal. There are enemies at every turn, including a small but growing faction of the champions you call brothers and sisters. But ever mindful of the selfish and ill-prepared, they are few, but they are constant among any group striving to better themselves and they will drag you into the abyss faster than any taken horde or red army. Good luck, guardian, hero, friend. The true shadows are no more. Only myself, Gray, Moss, Pavik, and Yasul remain, and we take our leave of these wars. The rest, those guided by ignorance and fear, have been gunned down. And with your help, the hated name Dredgen has been reclaimed, worn now by heroes. Do good, Guardian. Be brave. Sincerely, Shin Malfer. And that is the final letter that we have ever received from the Renegade. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, man. (laughs) Okay. All right. So dredgens dredgens are no more then. That's like the gambit is now the new like full test of dredgen. Like if you go dark, that's it. Like you're getting gunned down. Like there's no... There's no like big baddies to join or anything like that. Like or or everyone's just been scared away from it. Or everyone's starting to realize like there is a gray area. Like you can you can walk both lines. And Gambit is the true like test of that, of like learn learn to walk. Gambit 
to me now, Gambit is no longer like a test of like, are you going to go dark? It's more of a test of like, how how do you wield dark? Like, how do you yeah. like? It's yeah. It's it's not a it's not a it's it's not an absolute. Like that's I mean, he says as much yeah. throughout this whole thing. It, 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 there are no absolutes anymore. It's all this land of gray. So Comes yeah. down to uh, do you wield the dark or do you let the dark wield you? Yeah. 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 So, uh, and with that, that is the end of our series on the Renegade. Bam! Another series down. Another series down. Man, that was that was whew. that. This whole last episode just turned the whole thing upside down on its head. Man, this is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know what to believe now. Like, well, that's why I wanted to keep. That's why I wanted to keep all of this as as its own episode rather than split it up because like all of this is a lot of revelation about previous information. So. This is, this is all nuts, man. Like I, I'm, I'm still like, I'm, I'm like my fractured brain is like being held together with duct tape right now. It's, <laughs> it's this is nuts, man. Like I, I, I get it. I, I understand the, the, the entire concept of what has happened, but the revelation of like, what the fuck is happening is still like kind of poking my brain to death. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. It it's is a lot. It is. This is this is definitely the this this is a good one. Holy shit! Um, all right. Well, um, do we have any shout outs? Uh, no shout outs this time around, or uh, nothing specific, which is is fine. Um, I but I blame I blame X. <laughs> blame X. Yes fucking twitter uh, why why twitter why did you what you know what nope that's that's a different podcast <laughs> that i'm just gonna leave that one podcast. there fine uh, i blame x <laughs> fucking x i can't even say i blame twitter that's what there you go twi- twex twexter x twitter i i don't even know what to call it now <laughs> don't hurt yourself i'm not uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to but no if uh if you liked what you heard and uh, it, we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on your platform of choice, uh, even if it's just you know a couple of stars or whatever it may be. If you felt strongly enough about what you heard that you want to leave a text review, if your platform allows it, we totally love seeing those and, and reading those. Um, or if you want to reach out to us, you can do so via twitter.com uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at myths and stories. Z instead of an S in stories, uh, and you may hear yourself as a future shout out. Don't 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 go to anything x dot com. It's it's so it's bad. not good. It's, it's not a, good. It's bad. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Oh man! All right. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> now all I'm thinking of. Uh, nope. 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 Just nope. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I got to give a thank you. Um, shit, man. Thank you, Shin Malfer, for being the ultimate spy versus spy versus spy versus spy. Yeah. Like, is he a quad agent? I don't know. Like, it, okay. So let me th- let me think this through logically. Okay. So Shin Malfer is at 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 some point in time just a dude yep. who then becomes a champion of the light, who then hunts down and kills Dredgen Yor in in the name of revenge and justice 
and then thinks, well, shit, if he could do this, we've got to create a thing to stop from doing this, all in secret. Creates a whole thing all in secret, then takes this another idea to the Gambit guy and says, let's create another secret thing to do a secret thing for my own purposes. And the Gambit guy is like, okay, that's cool, but in reality, I know who you are. Did he know he was... No, he only knew he was Shin. He didn't know he was Vale, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think. I, now I don't know who knows who was what. What was going on? I don't even know anymore. Then, then the Vanguard are like, "Yeah, it's fine. Whatever, do what, it, do whatever." Like, I don't know. Uh, I guess. Thank you. You know what? I'm gonna thank Orsa because that makes more sense. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the one that I'm just like, I don't have a fucking clue, man. Like, I'm gonna thank thank you, Orsa, for being fake. For being real, for being Shin, <laughs> for being Vale, for being nobody, for being everybody. I, I don't even know anymore. I don't know anymore, Myth. I'm I think that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> literally holding my brain together with duct tape. <laughs> All right. That's it for me. You got anything else? No, that's it. All righty. Well, then from all of us very confused lore daddies to all of you guardians out there, we'll see you next time.